Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of Speak On It with Who You With, Kurt Dog. I'm M, Who You With, Kurt Dog. want to welcome everybody to the show tonight. Uh, what is it? Tuesday night? Yeah, Tuesday night. Man, my days are all off. I uh, want to welcome all our listeners, all the platform. Um, you see the title in the uh, chat. Um, uh, who are you voting for? Are you voting Democrat, Republican, or Independent? Well, tonight, um, a young lady who I'm friends with on Facebook, she basically um, have her opinion, and that's that's what the show is for. Uh, you can have your opinion about whatever. We're going to bring her on. But uh, she made some comments on Facebook. I actually responded back to them. And don't really agree with everything she say, but uh, so we decided to come together and and have open discussion about it. So I uh, want to welcome Miss um, Trina Jackson to the show. Welcome, Trina. Thank you for coming in, coming on tonight. Yes, thank you for inviting me. <laughs> no problem. Um, as you hear at the introduction, um. um a couple of comments you made on Facebook, and I've we talked back and forth on Facebook about them, and um, one of the ones was um, uh, talking about the Biden Harris um, ticket, and I made a comment about that, and we discussed it, and we talked about. Um, you gave your opinion of it. I gave my opinion of it. You can also chat live with us in the chat room tonight. So, um, so basically, um, uh, the statement you said was funny that Camilla Harris is married to a white man and some black people are rooting for her. If she were a black man married to a white woman, y'all Negroes would not even vote for her. If she were a man, um, shaking my damn head y'all just want to drink the kool-aid and as for me i actually said uh uh i forgot i didn't print that part out well i actually made a comment and i said i don't as for her record who she's sleeping with i didn't care and i've said that on my show several times um and wanna wanna have an open discussion about the fact and uh, you don't really wanna support Biden Harris and um I would like to know why. Um let's have an open discussion about it. Okay. My views about Biden Harris is this. My view is basically I'm looking at the track record of the of the Democrats. Black people have been rolling with the Democrats since basically the 60s. Now it's 2020. Our inner cities still look bad. We're still at the bottom of the barrel. We barely have any wealth. We barely have two parent households. Black folks still cannot get loans from banks 
to start businesses. And since we've been riding with the Democrats since the 60s, what in the hell have they done for black people? Where are the changes? Because me personally, I used to be on the Democratic plantation. I got off the Democratic plantation when the second term Obama got in office. I was happy. I was excited. You know, he, we got a black president thinking he was going to do something for the black community. All I heard Obama talk about is LBG, LBGTQ and immigrants and basically ignored us. Now, this time, we have Kamala Harris and Biden. Okay, what exactly are you going to do for the black community, specifically? None of them really believe in reparations. Kamala Harris basically said, no. Bernie Sanders, when he was running, no. AOC doesn't believe in it. And Biden was saying something something similar to like minority reparations, not just black. Okay. You're saying a lot. I want to try to hit on everything that you're talking about. Yes. Okay. Uh, first of all, let's go back to the beginning of it. You said a lot of people are on the Democrat plantation. Um, I wouldn't say a Democrat plantation for the simple fact we have the rights to vote for whoever we want to vote for, regardless if it's Democrat, Republican, or independent. Um, but when you talk about the communities, see, that's where I feel we as the people need to take charge of our communities. And that's why it's very important to vote our local election and not just the federal election. We need to vote local for we can uh, let our voice be heard at the polls for when our local election elected officials, they have to make a change. And if they not for our community, whoever is representing that community, we need to get them out of office. That's like here in Dallas. Um, we have a long we have a long time um, um, uh, councilman, John Raleigh Price. Back in the 80s, he used to get out by himself downtown and um, he would get out and he would go out there and, and protest and march by himself. And now he's been in politics here in Dallas for a very long time. And he have made a lot of difference in his community. He was the one when we seen on the news, he was basically going down there with his um with his uh picket sign and and uh back then it was tice, but have a and he was out there saying no justice, no peace. And he took a stand and that's a great leader that is here in Dallas. We need more leaders like that for the simple fact a lot of people they don't want to vote. They only want to vote when it comes down to the presidential election. Uh, when jury duty come around, they don't want to go serve on the jury duty, which make 
make a difference. And then when the census come around, they don't want to fill that out either. So if you're not filling these things out and taking a part of these things, people would not know um, what what that community need. Because when you do these things, they know you have people that is um, that is that is very concerned about what's going on in a neighborhood. As long as you don't do those things, they don't care as long as they keep getting elected. But it's up to us, the people, to take a stand and make a choice to say, hey, this is what we need. That's why I talk about on my show about um, we need to get to know our city councilman, um, get to know our mayor, chief of police. We need to know all of this and and let our voice be heard because if something happened in the community, we need to be outraged. And I'm not just talking about outrage when a policeman kill a, a black man. I'm talking about if they kill a white man. And also if um, if Bebe is, is doing crimes in our neighborhood, we need to get them out. We need to report them and don't be a part of it. So that's what what would make a change. So until then, we cannot blame our elected officials if we're not doing what we need to do. Welcome to the show, T. Cal. Um, thank you for always tuning in. But that's that's where we need to start at. And I know we we've gone back and forth about Biden Harris. And I'm aware of the record. I'm aware of um, Harris' record about um, the many people she put in jail. But she was a prosecutor. That was her job. She cannot say, well, I'm not going to send them to jail because they're black. And then on top of that, she also, um, besides doing her job, why were the people in front of the court system in the first place? She's they was the ones that that actually um, did something to get them in front of her. So and it's up to the jury. That's why once again it's important to go to jury duty because the jury duty would make a difference and they decide what type of time a person can get if it's a trial by jury. She just have to present the case. So I cannot get upset at her for doing the job that she was doing. And I would never get upset at her for it. Uh, welcome to the show, Latonya Holloway. Um, says she's a liberal. I like some things that the Republican value and some of the Democrat value. Definitely right. Um, we believe in less powerful federal government, strong civil liberty liberation of drug laws, etc. You are right, because it's it's some things good. Everybody who's on the Republican is not bad. Everybody who is on Democrat, uh, they don't, they not bad either, but they also, we have to have the right people that is actually going to be for the people and not just one demographic of folks. Basically, no leader can go in there and say, I'm only going to be for black folks. I'm only going to be for white folks, even though we see 
a lot of that with even our our local um, our, our government here in Texas. We see that a lot because here it is when Greg Abbott changed his executive order. It had nothing to do with um, with black people. That was to cater to somebody who vote for him. So, um, yes, it is. There are streamers on all sides. So, so with that being said, we need to look at leaders that are going to be for be fair for everyone. And people say all the time, and even you just mentioned it about President Obama um, coming into the uh, when he was elected the second time, you change your mind because you felt like he didn't do enough for black folks, and he was working with the LGBTQ or um, and the um, uh, and also immigration, but. He cannot go in and say, I'm only going to deal with my folks. I know that, but we're, he got like over 60% of the black vote. I understand the president is supposed to help everybody. That's, that's no doubt. But when you have 60% of the black vote, then that means, damn it, you need to do something for your people as well. I don't. He he had a lot of black votes, and a lot of black people put him in office. And I want to know what was he didn't do a damn thing for us. Well, I'm like this. I don't know about the percentage wise, but I know there was a lot of young white people that voted for him too. And I know for myself, when I first heard of him, which I had the opportunity, um, him and uh. Michelle Obama came to the church and had the opportunity to see them. But at the same time, this was before he became um, ran for president. Now, when he first came in, I'm like, okay, I didn't know nothing about him. I'm like, all right. But then when I started hearing about him more, I'm like, whoa, this dude is for real. Um, And then on top of that, uh, you're exactly right, Latanya. Um, he was limited by Congress with what he could and could do. So that's why they refused to let him leave there with a president that got everything passed that he tried to get passed. And they came out and said that it was only one thing he tried to get passed. They refused to um, uh, pass it. But once again, we cannot expect for a leader to come in and just automatic change uh, everything for one particular community. Now, in the history of America, yeah, they always been looking out for white folks. Yes, they have. But you cannot expect anybody to come in and just say, hey, I'm only going to look out for the black community. Yeah, I feel like a lot of things America should have done by now for the black community. But once again, we have to do something to change that ourselves. And not only that, when you look at the news, you only hear about um, the crimes that black people do. But white folks commit quite a bit of crimes, too. So it's it's a lot 
involved with it. So we have to change that their mindset. And I think with Biden Harris, this is going to be very interesting. I've said all the time on the show right now. They are the best ones to be able to beat Trump. I'm not married to neither one of them, but they are the best ones to beat Trump right now. So when it come down to it, um, in four years, if they win in four years, if they um, if they don't uh, do anything for for the black community or or if they're not doing the right things come four years from now, I'm going to be looking at, okay, who do we have to beat them? They have to do something to, to make a difference with the police killing, um, the unnecessary killing of unarmed people. They, they need to get something passed in, in, in the law to make sure the cops are held accountable. That's kind of like earlier this year. We talk about it on the show all the time about the difference between black people and white people, two different justice. Um, white person can go out, fight a cop, shoot a cop, shoot at cops. They walk away, scots free, no injuries, no nothing. Black person do it. They don't even have to do it. They just show them they license. They might get shot. Well, <clears throat> earlier this year, and I forgot about this story. I think it was in January or something. In um, Maryland, a police officer, a black police officer, shot and killed a unarmed black man that was um, handcuffed in his car. Shot and killed him seven times. He shot him seven times and killed him. They immediately pressed him with charges, with murder. But here it is, this cop that lied on Breonna Taylor, and we can't even get a conviction. Can't, it won't even get charges filed against him, and she was in a in a bed fleet. And then on top of that, they tried to get the boyfriend to say, hey, this is, um, if you lie for us, we'll give you a a, uh, a reduced sentence if you lie, lie on her. So with all that being said, that's why we need to change the laws. So, but you could go ahead with the other points you made because uh, I don't want to just uh, want us to be able to have a dialogue with this situation um, and see uh, what else is on your mind. Uh, you said a lot of things. Uh, you talked about um uh, the march on Washington also. Um, you said it's not a economic agenda for the black community at the march on Washington. And I want to know, know what was your thought about this, about that uh, topic? Well, I thought it's like, okay, we're having a march and we're marching about these police shootings. Okay, fine. But no, it, after, all, after all these speeches that everyone said, where was the economic agenda? Where was the plan? It's just too much talking and not enough action. Well, we, we, we're at a time where the 
all this that the black community is going through has one thing but, to do with we don't own and control nothing. We're powerless. Okay, but hold on, Trent. Okay, that okay. march, that march was to celebrate 50, the fifty-seventh year of the Dr. King March on Washington. Yes. It wasn't just the. It wasn't about the black shooting, but as you can see, the same reason why they had that march years ago was because of the racism that happened. And here it is, fifty-seven years later, we still having to do the same thing. So that march was not necessary about um, the black economic agenda because we have to take the first step and make a change. Um, um, make a change in our own economics. But go ahead and finish. I just wanted to make sure we're putting out correct information. Uh, that March was the celebration of the 57th uh, anniversary of Dr. King March. Yes, but we need an economic agenda. And I don't understand why there is no economic agenda in place where we as a black community can fund it and we can get some things done. I think the reason why black people go through a lot in this country is due to not us having any type of economic power whatsoever. In this country, this is a capitalistic country. Money talks and BS walks. We have to, and Dr. Claude Anderson has been talking about powernomics since forever. And you know, he basically has said you have to buy the court system and the police department. And we have to do things to get, like you said, policies change, these policies change in our favor so we can stop a lot of these police shootings. Okay. So now when you say by the the court system and the police department, it Expand on that a little bit because it, that would be illegal to buy a politician, which we hear about corrupts all the time. But the best way we can buy it is get out and vote because those judges that are sitting on the court, we have the option of putting them in there. When they come around for election, that's why we need to get out and vote locally. See, that's where a lot of our laws are made because okay. people don't want don't want to get out and vote. Welcome to the show, Michael Randall Smith. Thank you for the, for uh, tuning in tonight. Um, so, with with these laws, we actually need to get out and vote local. Yes. Every time a local election come around, they talk about how low the county is for votes. That's because we don't want to get out and vote. People overlook the local election, but technically, that's where our laws are made at. Because when you have people that look like me, goes into the court system, but guess what? If it's a judge that took off that white robe and put on a black robe, he don't give a damn about me. And basically what's going to happen, he's going to give me the max sentences. Um, Michael Randall Smith said, yes, sir. Um, so it's, it's definitely people have to take the local election very serious. Get out and vote. I vote in every election that come around. 
I don't care what it's for. I'm going to vote. Um, we have to vote. That's how we can change those laws. Uh, as for the court system, because if we're not voting and if our white counterparts are going out and vote, well, guess what? They're going to vote people in that had the same thought pattern like them. So we have to change that. That's how we change the laws here locally. And it will go up because we won't stand for it. Um, Latanya Holloway made a comment. Um, said, uh, first, we need a balance in wages and fair mortgage rate so that we can save up and buy our own land and create business. You're exactly right. See, that's another that's another problem. Texas is one of the lowest paying minimum wage state. I feel like minimum wage needs to be raised. But once again, when you have a governor that is a leader that is all about money and his friends who voting for him, they don't give a damn about, about the poor folks. They don't care. Mm-hmm. So what's going to happen, they're going to say, hey, lead a minimum wage to seven twenty five. we can make more money. And what what needs to happen, it should be a starting minimum wage at least. I feel like uh, $15 should be a good start. Yeah. They won't make as much profit, but at the same time, People are able, they're not living for, say, paycheck to paycheck. And that's the problem because if you making seven twenty five and you have to decide if you want to provide food, if don't get sick uh, or need medication, you don't have enough to survive. So then what happened, you have to go and be on government assistance. Um and that's that's the trap that they put you in. So you have to um, you have to start locally. We change the local officials first, then it will go up. I say it all the time. Yeah, Greg Abbott got to go. Ken Patrick Patson got to go. Uh, I call them the three stooges. All three of them need to go. <laughs> they have to go because they haven't done anything for us. Look how they did this pandemic. They wanted to rush and open everything back up because that clown up in the White House won't. That's what he want them to do, but not looking at our well being. No, and, he's not because we nothing needs to be opened back up because this pandemic it's it's taking out what a hundred and. 170, 70, what are they 190,000 something people? Yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot of people have lost their lives. Um, I know some people that have actually um, uh, got the virus. Uh, they have um, survived. I know at least four people that had it and yeah. they have survived. And then I know a lot of my followers have lost family members. Uh, due to it. Um, some of my followers have lost family members back to back. And the problem is because we have some dumbass leaders in the White House and in Texas, and neither one of them 
do not want to take a stand and say, hey, do what's right. Listen to the doctors. And that's the reason why we're paying them all that money. Let them do their job. So, but uh, I think he was going to hit on another point also. Um, you talk about the economic agenda. Um, and you talked about uh, we shouldn't just vote Democrat. I know most of my followers, they do not vote just because it's Democrat or Republican. Uh, we vote for the best interest for our household. And because of that, we have to take a stand and make a choice and vote for who you feel that is best for you and your household. Um, as for Trump, he got to go. He need to go. He have to. Yes, he need. I think, but see, also I would like to say it's time for the black community to really unite and come together. I think we need, like other groups in this country, pull their money and their resources together. I think that's a problem that we have. We are too individualistic in this country. And in this day and age, the black community cannot afford to be individualistic anymore. We have to start pulling our money and our resources together. We have to start businesses. We have to start building wealth. We have to start pulling so we can compete with other groups and we can compete because we, we're not competing and we have the money it's reported we have a trillion dollars in spending power. So we we must start practicing group economics. Well, the problem is with that, and I I feel like some groups can work together, but what happened is because we've been trained to have this crap in a bucket mentality. Yes. So I agree. because of that, uh instead of everybody coming together everybody want to be the chief and it can't happen like that. I know I've been burnt on business deals. That's why the only person I will go into business with is only my wife. And not only that, it's um, as for trying to pull our money together and compete against other race. I'm like this. If you see somebody else doing something, find a different way of doing it and come up with a plan for yourself because that's kind of like um, I seen this guy today um, on my way home seeing this guy he was um, um, driving down the car that driving down the street and um, he actually had um, uh, kind of a I guess it was an SUV, uh, and he had it full with lawnmower equipment. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, man, just that quick second I seen him, I was like, you know what? That's, uh, that's a wonderful thing. He had stuff hanging out the window trying to transport everything. But here it is, this man doing everything he can to make a living. He's not waiting for somebody to come and knock on the door and give him a handout. He He's creating a life for himself and so basically what he's doing is 
he's not going to wait for somebody. And that's one of the problems I see all the time because a lot of time we get in a habit where we sit around and wait for somebody to to do something for us. Instead, we need to get in a habit of saying, you know what? I'm not going to wait. I'm going to go ahead and uh, do what I have to do to start a business. I don't care if it's um, going to the grocery store and uh, making some lemonade and tea and selling it. Sell it and make it different than anybody else. Sell it. And then once you get that money, reinvest that money back into that company until you're able to get a location. And a lot of people don't want to do the hard work. They expect to just come in right away and go instead of starting at the bottom, they want to go straight to the top. And we can't do that. It's a process. We have to be able to work our way up. If you talk with a um, with a billionaire, they didn't start at the top. Uh, they started at the bottom and worked their way up. And that's where we have to do Um I try to, I'm like, hey, I've had people tell me all the time, man, you are, uh, you have a lot of comfort in in yourself. I'm like, hell, if I don't, nobody else will. So if I'm going to do something, they can never say I didn't try it. I did it. And if it don't fail, okay, I'll come up with another way and, um, and come up with a way of doing it. Welcome to the show, Charles Hunt. That's a long time listeners listener out of california um want to welcome you to the show said he's enjoying the show tonight i appreciate you for always tuning in and being a part of it uh y'all like and share with a friend and um let them know we are on uh we here with trina jackson um she's on the show tonight because she made a couple of posts on uh facebook that um we had a couple of dialogues, so we decided to bring it, uh, bring it to the floor, to the floor tonight, and have an open discussion about it because it may be other people that feel the same way about people just want to vote Democrat, and people may have problems with Biden and Harris, but instead we should talk about it. I'm I'm like this. I'm, this election is very important. How they said in the past, our life depend on it. Well, it really do depend on it now. And what we have to do is also we need to get Trump out of office because if not, we may not make it another four years because he don't care. He's trying everything he can to to win this election. Everything messing with the post office, um, talking about mail-in ballots. Uh, be a lot of fraud. He even went to the fact of telling people in North Carolina to vote twice, knowing that's illegal. So he's trying to get them to go to jail with him because <laughs> um, he's going to prison. He's going. He's going to go to prison as soon as he get out, the, get out of office. What do you think about like a lot of these black people when they withhold votes from us in like thing I think it happened in Florida some years ago where blacks vote and they threw their votes away. And then then there's a lot of black people when you go to prison, you get out, a lot of them are not allowed to vote. 
like if you get out of prison, you have to, it's a process. So when election time comes, you can't vote. Okay. So that, that, that hinders a lot of black people too, and particularly black men. Okay. So the first question, I want to make sure I understand this good. You said in Florida where black people are holding out votes or are the election department itself holding it out? The, the election department, okay. I heard stories about they vote and then the votes didn't count. Like, well, see, I don't know Florida laws. Um, we normally have listeners from Florida. And if you are on, please, um, and if you know how your voting rights are in Florida, let us know because I know during what was it, Bush uh, had the little chads hanging on and they had a recount, recount. Um, that's politics. That's because they they understand the black vote is powerful. Mm-hmm. That's why they try not to they've tried for many years to keep us from voting Mm -hmm. just like on the show uh risky uh, we brought up several stories where um they actually uh where it wasn't uh black wall street in tulsa oklahoma in tulsa oklahoma it was uh somewhere else where i think it was in north carolina south carolina where that was another kind of like a black wall street and they had a lot of black politician during that time. It, blacks was was in power in those, and I think it was Wilmington, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, they was in power, and what what the white people did, they basically prevented the black people from voting in that next election. They made intimidated them, talking mm-hmm. about killing them if they vote. And because of that, that's how they end up losing that election. So they're going to try to intimidate us not to vote. And if anybody has been told they cannot vote uh, during the election, you need to call your secretary of state immediately and make sure they get somebody out there to find out what's going on. Now, as for ex-offenders, I say on the show all the time, if you are a felon, go to um, vote.org. If you are not paying, you have paid all your dues, you're not on probation anymore, most states will give you your rights back to vote. Go to vote.org and you can check that information out on there. You answer a couple of questions and you would know within 30 seconds if you're able to um, get your voting rights back. Just fill out all the form and it will tell you that. So, some people, they just feel like, oh, I got a I'm an ex-con and I'm off paper. I don't want to deal with it. Well, you need to change that mindset and go ahead and find out if you can vote and vote. And some people they get discouraged about being in long lines. Uh, we hear all the time, "I vote don't count," but we also got to realize that if I vote don't count, they wouldn't be trying so hard to prevent us from voting. So, for years, century, 
they have done this. Try not to get us to vote. Um, try to keep us from going to the poll. And then they turn around and talk about lynching us, or killing our ancestors if they voted, uh, taking their homes away from them, beating them, whatever they wanted to do to put that fear in us. But here it is in 2020, that's not going to work. So we as a people need to stand up straight and do what we need to do. We need to vote, not just the presidential election, but for our local election. That's where a lot of people don't understand our laws are made with the local election. So definitely get out and vote. But go ahead, what you were finna say. Yeah, so you basically answered my question about the the voting. Yes, but definitely we're gonna definitely have to get out there and do something because these police shootings are really getting out of hand. And another thing too, we as the black people in this country, we need to learn self-defense. We have no weapons. Where are guns at? When these white supremacists come at us, we just getting our ass whooped left and right. I mean, well, where are you? Where are guns? Okay. Where are karate? Do, do we know karate? Are we taking karate lessons or anything? I mean, where's our self defense training at? So we well, can defend ourselves. Well, first of all, we cannot wait for somebody to do that for us. So we have to take the step. Uh, matter of fact, I just seen a couple here in Dallas that actually um, uh, started a, a training. I forgot the name of it. Just seen it briefly. But you could train in your backyard if you cannot. Uh, if if you cannot. Uh, uh, afford to go to a gym or something, you know, shadow box, whatever you have to do. Now, as for guns, everybody mentally is not able to carry a gun yes. because that's the reason why we have a lot of school shootings because mm-hmm. we have some mental uh, illness folks with guns. They listen to everything that someone tell them and they take it to heart. Mm. So um, I, I apologize, Dark Sage. He's actually watching on Twitch, said he have an interesting question for you guys. Uh, go ahead and ask your question. Uh, I will answer it. Um, so definitely ask your question. I apologize. You asked that a while back and I didn't see it. We had so many questions to come in. Uh, so many comments to come in. So definitely, if you have a question, definitely uh, go ahead and ask if you're still listening. Um, but as for guns, nobody's not going to come and just give you a gun. You have to get your background check done. And don't just buy a gun. Get get uh, certified for you can carry a concealed weapon so don't just say oh i got this gun i'm gonna carry it but you're not licensed to carry it because that's gonna cause more problems and then you get stopped well guess what you going to jail and guess what it's gonna be a felony and you won't be able to carry a um a gun anymore so and that's the that's one of the thing that um a lot of the 
bad cops have done planting guns on on young black people. Some put like this back in the earlier days, they put drugs in our neighborhood. They put guns in our neighborhood. Then they turn around and arrest the people with them. And guess what? They have a felony. Yep. And now they can no longer vote. They can no longer um, uh, be able to get a license to carry because of it, because they have a record. Then on top of that, it keep them on some jobs. It'll keep them from getting hired on a job. Mm. So that's the things that um, uh, that's the thing that we have to be concerned about. So we cannot expect for someone to just give us a handout from the economic. Hey, we got to come up with a plan ourselves, and you can't wait for a group of people to do it. Nope. We have to come up with a plan ourselves and come back and say, you know what? I'm gonna start this. I don't care if it's um, hell, cleaning somebody's house. Yeah. If if you gotta go over to your neighbor's house, say, hey, can I clean your house for you? Go over there and clean their house and make a little money. Then next thing you know, you're gonna have the other neighbor talking about, hey, can you come clean my house? For you know it, you cleaning everybody in the neighborhood house, and now you have a business going, just from something that you would do. For your own house. So that's the type of mindset people have to have. I've always had the mindset. If you follow the show, I say it all the time. My brother and I, we um, growing up, we lived in an apartment complex. We would go knock on people's doors and take their trash out. On the weekend, we go to uh, the car wash, wash cars. Um uh, about eight years old, used to work at a tire shop, D&D Tires, off of Lancaster in Dallas. Used to work there. Then I moved over to Jordan Tires. So I've I've always worked all my life. So that's the type of mindset I have because I was trained to say, hey, no matter what, I'm always going to make my own money. But... um so I I wanted us to have a dialogue about this. If just anybody have any comments, you could definitely put it in the um, in the chat. Uh, we're gonna be here a couple of more minutes. Um, also, um, uh, Thursday night, Miss Risky will be back, and um, we will be trying to give out another shirt. Um, if you follow me on Instagram. Uh, we may give out one tomorrow. So just uh, follow me. Make sure you keep it in contact. If you want to buy a shirt, it's $25 each. Matter of fact, this is the shirt right here. Can't really see it that good, but that's our official shirts. I want to thank everyone who actually supported the show by purchasing a shirt. Too many names to name, but I really appreciate it. And um, um, if you want one, $25 each. If not, uh, you can try to win one. Um, matter of fact, I think I'm... Uh, yeah, we'll wait until Thursday night. Because I was going to say we'll give out one. 
but we'll give that one here on Thursday night. So definitely, um, know what? I'm going to ask the question. I'm going to get one out tonight. Um, we've been talking about this and we're trying to get past it. The first person, uh, and risky if you listen and know, you cannot answer. Um, the first person that can tell me uh, how did Risky and I meet, met and what have she inspired me to do? Um, put it in the chat and I will give you a shirt. So just the first person to do it and we'll go from there. But Miss Trina, um, was it any other question you wanted clarity on or I hope... Uh, um hope hope I answered most of your questions about the post that uh, you did. But I know you say are you voting uh, are you supporting um Trump or or do you have a a person that you are su- supporting for the election or I'm independent. Um I got to do some research on independent candidates and I I think the independent is best for me now that's what I like I last election I voted for Jill Stein how that work out for you well you know she didn't win of course but I would just yeah it did it just I wanted something different just now just okay um I'm I'm like this. This election is very important. Okay. We need everybody on deck. Mm-hmm. Because if we vote for anybody other than um um Biden Harris, that's like a vote for Trump. And Tanya Holloway talking about pick me, pick me, lot of like gotta answer those questions um <clears throat> but that's like a um a, uh, a vote for trump if we uh if we are um um i have people texting me too um if we don't vote for biden harris because they are the best ones that have the opportunity of beating Trump. What we're going to do, the votes that's going to someone else, it's going to allow Trump to basically win. That's like a vote for Trump. And But you can vote for whoever you want to, but I'm just saying I don't think we could deal with this for another four years. Um, that's just like when Kanye threw his hat in the uh in the race after the deadline he started a petition to try to get on the ballots and as we can see in chicago in illinois um a lot of those names was was fake names and he could be press uh could be facing charges i think he could get anywhere from two to five years in prison mm for falsifying those documents. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and then another state, 
uh, I seen it last night. Um, they removed his name off the ballot. So voting for somebody other than Biden Harris, that's basically um, a, uh, a vote for Trump. That's why we need all hands on deck. We need everybody to come on one accord. And kind of how you said uh, black people need to come together. Yes. Well, this this is where we definitely need to come together. Unfortunately, we do have some that support Trump. I don't. Um, a lot. Let me say this. I know it's a lot of black men. Black men support Trump. I need to ask you this. I'm hearing that black men support Trump because a lot of black men say that the Democrats are about black women issues. The Democrats are more pro-feminist and the Democrats really are not for manhood, family values. They're very pro-women. They're not pro-family. And a lot of black men think that the Democrats have kicked the black men out of the house with their policies. I, I, I want to I won't agree with that part about the fact that kicking the man out the house. See, that's part of, you got to realize back in the early 1900s, um, even the 50s, 60s, the brothers was in the house, even in the 70s, and then all of a sudden it started changing. So when they started to bring the drugs in the community, that started breaking up the houses because they started arresting our, our mans. And even back in the early 1900s, they was killing a lot of our mans. Yeah. Um, that was in the household. So it it is it's not the Democrats that did it. It was the racist ooh, it was the racist uh, white folks that was doing those things. Mm-hmm. So we cannot say um it was the Democrat. No, it was racist folks that was doing it. So that's that's where that came in from. And because um exactly um latonya said it actually changed after they got rid of manufacturing uh factories and stuff like that because when when they shut a lot of those uh, plants down well guess what it it became a problem because then they start offering food stamps they start offering different things to benefit people. But the reality, it was all about that time period when there was um, a, a husband and a wife in the household. They took that away from us mm-hmm. by killing our brothers. Mm-hmm. So... We cannot blame Democrats. We can't blame Republicans. We can't blame any of those. But what we can do, look at the history. That's why I say all the time, the history of America 
need to be taught in schools. Um, exactly. That's another good one. Latanya said minorities without education were not able to get a corporate job. Exactly, because one of the funniest things about it, you could get a um, a white person that did not finish school. They go get a job and they could be your manager and you have a degree, a college degree. That's that good boy system. So we need to change all of that. It need to be fair. Um, need to be fair across the board. If a person sometime experience is better than the education, because if somebody been doing this job a long time, know every in and outs of it, well, guess what? Um, they end up um, coming in and you end up training your net supervisor and you know more than him. Then the supervisor coming to you and you still making your seven twenty five an hour and the supervisor coming to you for you can train them. That's what we need to change. But once again, we have to make a difference. Um, Latanya said uh, trade jobs were key in the minority community. Yes. We used to have a lot of great um, plumbers, electricians. There's still a lot of uh, black trade jobs, but we don't hear it. It's still some out, but it's not like what it used to be. Welding, uh, the manufactories, it's not like what it used to be back in the day. So that's what we need to get back to. And then we also hear Trump talking about... Uh, uh, I heard him in an interview the other day talking about all the jobs that go on to China and stuff like that. Hell, is he still making his ties over there? Yeah, Have he brought them thing. back? I thought they were going to bring these jobs back to America. Where are all the where are why are all these jobs leaving America? I, they said they were going to bring the jobs back to this country. I'm going to sum that up real quick. For the simple fact, if you bring the jobs to America, that's where that greed come in. At. Mm-hmm. Well, you can make, you will have to pay someone here seven twenty five or a little bit more. Mm-hmm. But if you take it overseas and you pay them 30 cents, mm-hmm. And you making more profit, cheap labor always win. Say yeah. <laughs> Tanya and I is on the same is on the same page. Cheap labor, more money in their pocket. So that's because the greed that a lot of the big major companies have. That's why Trump, and I don't know if he's still getting his ties made over in China, but he's probably paying Knowing him, he probably paying two cents on a dollar or something. Mm-hmm. Um, paying very cheap to get his ties made, then he come over here and sell them uh, for a large amount, and that's just what what he do. Um, so definitely, we need to bring the jobs back. Make sure everything that is uh, 
that is made here in America the way because it used we to need be. To work. We need to work. I mean, we need to bring these jobs back. You're telling people to go to school and get an education, or you're telling people to go to vocational school to learn a trade, but then you get the education, you get the trade. Where's the jobs at? Well, hey, because that's another thing, because a lot of them are outsourced. I know friends that that have worked for major companies and they had to make a decision. Either they went to this other country or they was going to lose their job or they, they was able to keep their job for a certain length of time, but they had to go and train these other country on their job. Uh, Latanya said uh, his hats are. So his hats are still made in China. But you talk about making American great again. Let's start by bringing whoever making your hat, bring it back to America. Get them made in America. Yeah. You're talking about making American great again. Let's do that first. Welcome, Chris Norman, to the show. Thank you for watching. Thank you for always tuning what you, in. What do you think about... I'm just going to have to say this. What do you think about these immigrants coming in this country, setting up shop and getting all the jobs, but you're an American citizen and you're born and raised here and you have the education or vocational skills and you try to get a job and they don't give it to you. They give it to the immigrant. Well, first of all, more qualified. I'm, I'm just saying, how do you feel about that? Well, first of all, let's go back to the first part. You said they're coming over here setting up shop at one point, and I don't know if they still are. I will have to Google it and see, but it was an unwritten rule where a lot of immigrants they come over here, they get the grants to yes. open up these businesses the loans that didn't have to be paid back. Mm -hmm. And I have an issue with that because here it is right here in America. If we try to go get a loan for a house or a car, the interest rate going to be so damn high and we're not going to be able to afford it. Or they will try to disqualify us for it. And we was born and raised here. So everybody should have the same opportunity, but I also talk about it on the show all the time. A lot of these small convenience stores in our neighborhoods, if I don't get treated right, I don't spend money with them. I don't care who it is. So I'm not going to go over here because they have the mindset because of what they see Trump saying or even before Trump. When people talk about the black the black community is bad and all of this, well, it's mighty funny they want to continue to put their shops in our community because they understand the black community is very rich. We're going to spend money. But at the same time, if they're not treating our people right, we need to get them out of our community. We need to bark at them and get them out. Now, as for them coming over here and getting these jobs, it's all about cheap labor. Because if they coming from a country where they're barely making money, but they coming over here and making good money. 
And good money may not be good to you and I, but if somebody is paying them, uh, welcome to the show, Melvin Porter. Thank you for watching. Uh, if somebody is paying them uh, $7.25 an hour and they was used to making uh, less than a dollar an hour, what are you going to do? You're going to take that job. That's why a lot of them, they have they live in a community it may be multiple families in a household until they able to get on their feet so we have to be able to change all of those yes um i feel like what trump done with the kids at the border never should have happened you don't separate kids and then have them in cages so but once again that's trump and the way I feel about it, I feel like if we really want to make American great, give us the opportunity to to do business and have a legit business and be able to grow it and give back to our community. Unfortunately, a lot of these um, uh, foreigners that come over, unfortunately, they don't um, a lot of them don't pay taxes because sometimes they go out and get jobs and. They get paid cash money. Mm. Never heard of them. So I was on a jury duty one time, and the judge uh, was a um, was a uh, a, a, uh, a Hispanic judge, and this guy came in. He was um, being evicted, unfortunately, but he was um, he didn't speak English. And the judge said, I'm, I cannot translate for you. And he asked them, how long have you been here? Well, his kids have been here, finished school, grown. think he had been here for like 40 years. And the judge asked him, so you don't speak English? You've been here that long? You haven't tried to speak English? So that's a problem within itself. Now, I'm not saying everybody is like that. But you have to, we as the people have to do something to to make these business up for ourselves uh, and come back in our neighborhood instead of having the foreign shops that don't care anything about us, start putting black business in there. We need black grocery stores in our neighborhood. We because need everything. We need grocery stores, schools corporations we need we just need everything we need is like i said we, that crab barrel mentality because we don't pull our money that's the problem because we have well money, you keep strong you keep saying pull our money together but at some point we have to take a stand and say you know what i don't have much but i'm gonna take um fifty dollars hundred dollars and i'm gonna mm -hmm. go out here and 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 whatever i have um, skill said, I'm going to go out here and I'm going to take this money, invest it into a company, and then turn around once you make that money back and that profit, you reinvest it and keep reinvesting it until you have enough to get you a storefront of whatever type of business it is, then you just continue to reinvest that money. But sometimes what some of us do when we have a business, we start to um, make money we don't reinvest back into our business. Mm -hmm. So you got to keep recycling that money. 
and keep investing back into your own business. And we cannot wait for someone else to say, hey, I'm a, I have a business or I have a business plan. I'm going to wait for somebody to come in and uh, do it for me. So we cannot do that. We have to take a stand and say, hey, I'm ready to make a difference in my life, my family life, and be able to do something yourself and not wait for somebody else. And that's a problem that we have in a black community because uh, we've been taught to allow someone else to do it instead of going out and saying, you know what? I need to do this myself. I need to do something to change the predicament I'm in. And because some of us get comfortable in the predicament that we're in, I've never been that type of person to be comfortable with anything I do. If it's something, even today, I'm not saying we're not nowhere near rich but at the same time i'm always thinking of different plans to bring another source of income in so that's what we need to do as black people and not feel comfortable with just um waiting on someone to give us a handout we have to do something uh, for ourselves and want to do it so i hope i answered that question good enough for you because with uh with these uh, foreigners coming over. We have them from all over come over here. The nail shops. I support a black-owned nail shop here in, in Dallas, Culture Nail Bar. I go there every two weeks. I go and get my feet done. Why? Because they do a damn good job. They don't use a cheese grate on your feet. But see, I didn't know that. For 20-some years, I've been going uh, to the nail shops and they've been using a cheese grater but then again culture nail bar broke it down they said hey using that cheese grater is going to cause your skin to come back thicker and it's going to be a lot more so now I feel comfortable wearing sandals and my wife like it because I'm not cutting up that many sheets no more so I support black owned business and um, some people have a problem just because you support black owned business, they feel like they should get a discount. Nope. You shouldn't get a discount because if you go and support another business, you're not going to ask for a discount with them. Pay the price that they have it for, support them and keep going because you never know if you ever have a business to get started. The same person that you paid has supported in return, they'll come back and support you. So, but hey, I hope um, everything uh, internet kind of messing up. Hopefully, um, you got a lot of questions out. I appreciate you for coming on tonight, and um, hopefully, um, you come back on again. Uh, no one answered the question tonight. Uh, we're gonna roll it over to Thursday for that shirt. Um, I don't know if it's going to be the same question. So, but uh, Miss Jackson, I appreciate you for coming on. And um, did you have anything else you wanted to hit on before we get off? Or oh no, that's it. That's all I have to say. All right. 
Well, I appreciate everybody from tuning in tonight. Appreciate all the comments. Um, we'll be back Thursday night with Miss Risky. She will be in our house. Um, hopefully, she's been doing a lot of writing. I talked with her earlier. She said she have been. So um, that would be great. Um, so, Miss Jackson, I appreciate you for coming on. Yes. And thank you for everybody who listened in tonight, sent the comments and the questions in. Really appreciate it. And until Thursday night, 8 p.m. Central Time, I love each and every one of you. Until then, peace. Peace. Thank